hackers by day and ninjas by night. Oh, ninjas. Escape from Miami. Escape with your life. Only through the elimination of violence can we achieve world peace. It's Miami Connection. Welcome to the Center Cut. I am Ninja Michael. And I'm Ninja Dave. And today we have three special guests. We have Esther and Rachel and Theon from Cards with Esther and Rachel. Say hello. Hello. I thought we were all open. <laughs> Bonnie. I listened, I listened to your Bonnie. last episode. Bonnie. And I'm gonna Bonnie. I'm gonna be honest, I don't think you nailed the bon- the Bonnie impression as well. <laughs> I came Aww. into the song expecting one thing and it was just it was more like Bonnie. Like it was more elongated. <laughs> it was kind of like that. Maybe I just romanticized the yeah. Bonnie. Bonnie. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, go check out just YouTube search Bonnie and Clyde French song and, and then you'll know. Weird ass song. Anyway, Cards with Esther and Rachel, thank you for being on. What do you do? What is your show? We like to play games, uh, mostly like adult card games. Just get together, play games with each other. You know, Rachel cheats. We try to make sure she doesn't cheat. We drink. We say crazy things and, uh, you know, just try to bring new games to everybody. Game night fun. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty genius. Like you just, from what I see, it seems like you just get free board games. I mean, sometimes. yeah, yeah, sometimes. Every I mean, which, but while. you know, it's really cool because people send them to us and we get to try them and it's a win-win for everyone. You know, people have got really creative stuff and why not send it and let us give yeah. it a whirl? And if you can't tell by our outfits, we also like to dress like Canadian James Brown. <laughs> you do. <laughs> we you do. Him. He's him. I like hockey. <laughs> no sorry. So sorry. Hey. The A still works. Yeah. So I, I have a question. Have have you have any of you played the game The Resistance? No. What's it about? It's basically like a board game version of Among Us. Okay. Okay. Well, we're about to. (laughs) Y'all are gonna lose. Yeah, it's the perfect way to start a fight. Like anybody who knows my father knows that he's a temperamental guy, and we played with him once, and it ended with us threatening each other's lives. And I think he basically (laughs) flipped the table. So if you haven't played the Resistance, play that game. Yeah. (laughs) We like those types of games. Yeah. I mean, it's not a game unless someone's threatened physical violence. Um, That's true. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. Or refuse to answer a question or <laughs> yeah, or almost walk out. <laughs> so quick story, right quick. I'm just going to run through this real fast, talking about uh, violence and family and games. <laughs> when my granddad passed away, there was like a like a wake at his home. I get to his house. It's like 730, 8 o'clock at night. I noticed a lot of commotion going on in the backyard. And it's my uncles and my cousins betting on Connect Four. They're playing Connect Four, and I'm thinking maybe like a dollar a game here and there. So one of my uncles comes up to me and says, yeah, your cousin Dallin's over there. He's going to come over and ask you for some money. Don't give it to him. He's like down $200. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Connect Four? On Connect Four? That's, that's some serious Connect Four. That's yeah. how we play. 
god wow <laughs> that's serious shit. i'm sorry for your loss oh no no i won big you know i walked that's away because you know yeah like Strategy. I got a couple of car keys and Strategy. some deeds. I mean, I, I I made out like a bandit. <laughs> it was a good night. Nice. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. So today we are talking about Miami Connection. Yay! Mm. This was a movie that Esther, Rachel, and Theon brought to us. We had never heard of it. And boy, I think we're glad we watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> It was great. And we watched, as usual, we watched the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes. So me and Michael will recap that for, for you listeners. And then we will have some questions from the crew here to see how well we can flush out the middle. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an adventure. I'm, I'm yep. excited to see what you guys have to say about the middle because I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't if know. it was half as good as the rest of it, then I'm I'm in 100 percent. Yeah. So Miami Connection originally was released in 1987, but almost nobody saw it, and it was re-released in 2012. It was written, produced, and starring martial arts guru Y.K. Kim. Now, he had no idea what he was doing, clearly, and many of the (laughs) quote-unquote actors that were in the movie also played a role in the production itself. Now, it somehow has a 68 on Rotten Tomatoes, which is mostly buoyed by critics lauding it for its ineptitude. And I just want to apologize in advance for the number of times that I say the word ninja in this recap. Legit. A lot of ninjas. A lot of ninjas. Dave, it is your job to recap the first section, so dive right in, baby. Yeah, let's get into it. The most 80s intro I've ever seen. The title credits bring us to Miami and a, a bunch of bad-looking dudes sitting around with No, no, guns. no. It's not just Miami. It's somewhere in Miami. Somewhere. Somewhere in Miami. This is the jungles of Miami. They can't be any more specific. It's like freaking 55 square miles. That tells me nothing. So we know that we're somewhere in Miami. Some... Other dudes show up who look a little bit better dressed than the original dudes that we saw. <laughs> These guys are carrying boxes. We're off to a solid start. I, I don't even feel bad for what's about to happen to this crew. It's full of like middle-aged molesters in fat teens wearing puffy vests. Yeah. Prime ninja fodder. This is like every visit to Miami ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is like the cream of the crop. There's some weird dudes, and then some good-looking dudes showed up, and they had boxes for some reason. (laughs) DJ Khaled was there. My favorite guy was the the guy with the Uzi and pleather jacket who scans the area (laughs) in front of everybody. Chef's kiss. uh Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Yep. So so we cut from all these dudes to a gang of motorcycle-riding ninjas. (laughs) That kind of killed me, because I was like... (laughs) And that's when I knew. I know what you're thinking. Why do I have to specify motorcycles? That's obviously understood that ninjas ride motorcycles. Naturally, where are they? Where else are they riding? Kias? They are like Harleys. They're not. <laughs> I also would would if they were riding like racing bikes or street bikes. I would be uh, more on board, but the riding Harleys so pretty intense. <laughs> so we go back and forth between seeing these all these uh, rough uncles, <laughs> kind of doing doing whatever they're doing. And ninjas kind of jumping around, setting themselves up for for an ambush. The first time I watched that part, I didn't think it was ninjas. I thought it was a bunch of like ferrets, like or woodchucks, like scurrying <laughs> through the underbrush. 
I can't see shit. Like it's just like little furry blobs moving around. <laughs> yeah. I did see one scene in particular where they were crawling along the ground, but they weren't using their legs. So they were kind of like using their arms and their legs were just kind of flailing behind them. The old ninja scoop. You know. <laughs> the, old, the old ninja style. Oh, I see that. Doing the old ninja scoop. <laughs> so it turns out these boxes are filled with drugs. And one of these very nasty looking uncles stabs through one to to test the drugs. It looked like he stabbed through far enough to put the knife. <laughs> right the I don't know how that didn't happen. So much. I have an important question. <laughs> do they just do they just throw out the bags of seaweed chips or whatever the whole the hell yeah. those were? They like, do they throw them out? We don't need these anymore. Um, no, like the drug buyer should get to bring them home to their kids. Yeah, yeah. like a goodie bag from, from their drug deal. I think they were instant yeah. noodles. Wait, is that what I think they were. Ramen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Get get three bags of instant noodles for every one yeah. bag of cocaine. I mean, that's just a good deal. That's a special deal. deal. That's a special <laughs> deal. <laughs> it just seems foolish to waste perfectly good imported snacks. Yeah. Legit. There's Legit. so much cocaine in Miami <laughs> that they have to like incorporate noodles with them now. <laughs> <laughs> they just have to try and convince people yeah, to got buy a it. Kilo and some ramen. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you could get it from over there, but does that exactly. guy have noodles? <laughs> I don't get think you so. hot and fed. <laughs> Because <laughs> I care. We're drug dealers uh, that care. So we also see a big briefcase of money, as important to note. But they, um, this just seems like a big drug deal. And the ninjas decide that they are going to break up this drug deal by using all manner of weapons. We got throwing stars, katanas, bows, arrows, ninja power, just yeah. everything. You know what their problem is? The first rule of drug trafficking is you probably shouldn't do the deal in a garbage dump at night. A pro tip. Yeah. It's Miami too. Miami is warm. It yeah. it the the air is filled with literal hot garbage. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> Second rule, check for ninjas. They had so much to do that day. It was like, man, can we do it like around nine? I, I got this thing with my kid. <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to. Eat, I'm not gonna be able to eat dinner. We got we got noodles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So there was one guy who grabs uh, one of the boxes of drugs and the money and tries to make a run for it. He ends up getting killed by a white ninja who looks very very upset. <laughs> he seems to be the leader of the crew. Well, he's not white, but his his garb his is white. Uniform, yeah. yeah. I assume that our listeners were assuming I wasn't racist and I was describing his clothes, but it's fine. Oh, white ninja. <laughs> A ninja <laughs> of the Nordic tribe. <laughs> so, they, they just quickly uh, kill everybody. There's a fight scene for a few minutes, but the ninjas just do some work and ride off into the early night <laughs> Sky in, on their motorcycles. The best part is the sound effects. Like the foley was so yeah. overzealous. Yeah. It's like ten times higher yeah. than the volume should have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just think back to like classic Batman mm, yep. TV show of like you can hear every every whoosh of an arm and every every katana <laughs> yes. strike. But we do cut back to their dojo after they rode off into the sunset, and the leader ninja is very upset now. Because no one collected the money, he had to do it, and he's money. not happy about it. The whole point. Why were they even there if not right. to get the money? <laughs> I bet they came back with like two cases of instant noodles. Hell though. yeah! <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted those noodles. They got picante beef. You can't find this. 
We do cut after that sometime later during during the day, a few days later, next day, something along those lines. The gang is now riding their bikes around Miami towards, we hear, kind of towards Orlando. We keep, at this point, getting random shots of a club where a bland... A, a bland. Yeah, that <laughs> we ca- keep getting random shots of a club where a band is playing on stage and ninjas are dancing around them. There's... It's really intense. <laughs> the first time we saw the the people on the bikes, I wasn't sure like if it was the same ninja bikers just in day clothes. Right. But then the song kicks in and it immediately tells you yeah. that that they are. They're bikers by day and ninjas by night. <laughs> yep. This yep. is when we hear our first amazing yep. song. It is titled Escape from Miami. And I have the lyrics now for our listeners. Here we go. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bikers by day, ninjas by night. Swift and fit, not afraid to fight. Steal all your cocaine along with your life. Strike with no mercy in bars. 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 That is a banker. <laughs> that is a certified, certified banker. Oh, my God. Yeah. Listen, Number that, one hit. Yeah. And then the, the chorus is just yeah. strike with no mercy into the night. Escape from Miami. Escape oh, with your man. life. I mean, they t- they let you That's know. Hot. We're going to steal that cocaine and your life. So good. And your heart. But I am happy that we just got a whole recap of what these ninjas do <laughs> I mean, in the theme song <laughs> of the movie. So they arrive at a club in Orlando. The gang meets up with a guy outside and they head up, head into the club. So we, we meet the, this crew here sitting by the car. So one guy has a noose around his neck. Another guy has a handcuff on his hand. And then the hairy brother guy has a fish lure <laughs> as an earring. You know how there's the garbage patch kids from from the 80s? They're like, it's like a play on the cabbage patch kids. Yeah. And it's just like a, a dirtier, lamer version. That's <laughs> These guys are like that, but for the village people. That's what they look like. It's a bunch of degenerates. Yeah. So these guys looking fresh <laughs> on their way into the club with who we learn is Yoshito, the leader of the gang. And he's here to sell cocaine to the fish hook man, Jeff. <laughs> who is apparently then going to sell it in Orlando. At this point, we meet the best band. It's introduced as the best band of all time. The owner of the club introduces their new house band with, I quote, a new dimension in rock and roll. And the band is titled Dragon Sound, which is the coolest band name. I'm like, that is ever. (laughs) It's like. Two 12-year-olds came up with the name of this band. It was like, what would be kick-ass? Dragons. What else? Mm-hmm. The Sound of Dragon? Dragon, <laughs> dragon Sound. That's exactly how it What's happened. cooler than dragons? Nothing. The sound they make. Yeah. yeah. First impression, the lead singer looks like a budget Oats from Holland Oats. And <laughs> this song is bad. You're so right. No. This song is great. Well, no, that was my first impression. The second impression, <laughs> second impression, I'm like, well, this song is not that bad. Third impression, this song's freaking amazing. Right. <laughs> Can't yeah, get it out of your head. Exactly. It's, it's so unreal. Catchy. Dragon Sound performs Friends on stage. I have some of those lyrics as well. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're my favorite. I, I walk around humming these lyrics constantly. <laughs> Friends through eternity, loyalty, and honesty will stay together through thick or thin. Friends forever will be together. We're on top because we play too. Oh, man. Yeah. Banger. It's banger. Just 
That's pretty much the only lyrics to the song, too. It's just that on repeat. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Other than you've got a friend in me, when times get tough, you'll see. <laughs> that's it. That's the verse. That's the only other lyric. <laughs> if you don't believe me. They blew their load on the chorus, and then they didn't have much left. Yeah. Verse. That's it. Yeah. It's, I want it. I don't care how much money it'll cost. I want it to be our theme song to the podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's probably not going to cost much. No. Yeah. It might be free. Shit, they might pay you. (laughs) You should say. Hold on. How many thought? All right. Well, hell, here you go. Here you go. Tell your friends. Definitely send a case of ramen with it. Because <laughs> apparently that's that's go. very valuable to the makers of this movie. Just a, like a box of ramen with a letter slipped in, like, "Hey, we'd love to use your song." What's as valuable yeah. as cocaine? Ramen. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're doing that for sure. <laughs> so, so at this point, there's there's a girl dancing on stage. She kisses the bassist of the band. We learn that this is Jeff Fishhook Ears' sister. He's not happy that she's up there. He doesn't know why she's here. Oh, this Harry brother, he <laughs> takes the crown <laughs> as the worst actor I've ever seen. I don't know what she's doing here. Like, what is I don't, so bad. I, don't, I just don't, I don't know why she's, why is she here? Why is she alive? <laughs> so we cut to the campus of the University of Central Florida sometime later within the next few days or so. There's know. no timeline. No timeline. Like, here we are. Some time has passed. <laughs> the girl from the stage that was dancing with the bassist is in a computer programming class. The teacher thinks she did a really good job making a circle. <laughs> right? She killed that circle. That's so ridiculous. You're like, oh my God. There was no hint of a triangle anywhere in that circle. <laughs> Whoa. That is the best computer generated circle I've ever seen. So, bassist boy shows up and makes some faces at her to coax her out of class. Oh, man. I. I yeah, just, why? I, I have no words for this <laughs> Olympic. He's a Michael Phelps wannabe. He looks like yeah. Michael Phelps if Michael Phelps did cocaine. Eric Phelps. Eric Phelps. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he does look like an Eric. He looks like an Eric. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll go with that. Michael's brother. <laughs> he lives at the base. So Eric Phelps and Jane are walking around the campus now, and they they chat. He asks about her family. Apparently, her her fishhook brother is a drug dealer, so bankrolling her college tuition, and her parents are dead. And that's where the first 15 minutes cut off. And she says it so nonchalant. She's like, <laughs> you know, my father did this. The mom left and then my dad died. My brother's paying for my college. She's I don't like, really, I like, really him. like him. I don't know why. He's just giving me like hundreds of thousands of dollars. But I don't really like <laughs> he him. wears this fish hook. He went fishing once. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. He, won't give it he went up. fishing once and the hook has never come out. <laughs> My favorite part of the movie in this scene when we see them walking, like we know all the actors are bad, but even the extras look like warts. Like these are the (laughs) ugliest extras I've ever seen. So there are parts as you go, like if you go back there and watch it, don't even pay attention to the main characters. Only watch the extras throughout. I've done that. And I'm like, oh, you guys stop. Look at this. And then I look at like the stuff in the background and we have discovered so many random things. I'm like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) it's great. They didn't even care. I don't even think they're really extras. I think they were just like, fuck it. Let's shoot it here. (laughs) They just just started shooting and just no one said anything. Yeah. (laughs) 100%. 
They played it fast and loose in they early did. 80s. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's a wild time. Yeah. Uh, those first 15 minutes, though, you get so much. So the last 15 minutes begin at one hour, nine minutes, and 55 seconds. Now, we see the five guys from the Dragon Sound Band, and they are standing around an open mailbox, mostly shirtless, as normal. Uh, <laughs> do not believe and, shirts. Mm-hmm. They randomly lift up the black keyboard player on their shoulders like he just won the Super Bowl. And and then we randomly cut to him trying on a suit at an 80s version of Men's Warehouse. Yeah. Like, why? And it's he's with the one Asian guy and the Michael Phelps slash Ross from Friends wannabe Frankenstein monster. (laughs) With bad teeth. With bad teeth. Oh, the worst. Jim gets a suit, and from there, they drive back to the other two guys from the band, who uh, Lame Oats and <laughs> the unibrow drummer guy. Mm-hmm. So Jim, mm-hmm. the keyboard player, has apparently found his dad. I, I didn't know he was lost. <laughs> and I take back what I said about her hairy brother. She... Jane is the worst actress of all time. <laughs> She's really bad. She's really, really bad. Like she has no emotion. She just—it's literally like no. she's just reading the paper, like she's reading a book. Mm-hmm. Like someone is holding up the script next to the camera, and she's kind of just reading it as she talks. <laughs> Jane had some yeah. other stuff to do. She, this was not her. This was not her first stop in the day. It was, it was she, definitely a favor. Someone was like, please, it was someone's older sister. Come on. It's the only the only girl they could convince to be in the movie. Her and Phelpsy kiss, and we get a zoomed in shot of Jim watching them swap spit. And boy, is it awkward. Oh he totally no, what was more awkward is before that when they are discussing the issue that they had and like they're making up and, and Jim is just kind of standing a, just a little bit behind them, just kind of like watching them have this discussion. And then it cuts away for a second, cuts back, yeah. Jim's gone, they're kissing, and then it cuts to Jim just kind of... And he nods in like, approval. Just slowly, like, yeah, creepily nodding. Yeah. It's almost uh, like he offers Jane up to Phelps. Yep. It's yeah. like, he's like, hey, uh, here's a woman you like. Because he has to <laughs> yeah. around her the whole time, and he's like, like... There's an interesting take. Jim's a pimp. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> you like what you see, Phelpsy? Yeah, a lot better than a dolphin, huh? <laughs> <laughs> he seemed to say. He he does seem to say. Yeah. So Phelps, Jim, and the Asian guy exit via car. They're met down the road on a small bridge by a crew of the motorcycle ninjas who, unbeknownst to me, are the bad guys, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I thought they were the good guy. I knew that from the beginning because they were selling the drugs off to Jeff to sell to people in Orlando. Yeah. yeah but, you knew that. But they were stopping a drug deal. Well, no, they just stole a drug deal. Yeah, they oh. wanted... Because, They're like Omar from The Wire. Yeah, they wanted the drugs and the money. <laughs> right. All right. They wanted it all. Very complex ninjas. Mm. Onions. Okay. Onions. Well, so they're That's the bad guys. <laughs> they are, they're un- onion ninjas. <laughs> and <laughs> they are all wearing their COVID masks, thankfully. And good, good. they Brain let the band out. know that they have to pay for Jeff's death. So apparently Jeff has died. Jeff has perished. He did. No, no. That's the hairy brother. So... This little bridge that we see, it's above a little stream, and the band do flying kicks out of the car to get past the closest ninjas, and then they jump off the bridge in either direction, with the ninjas all following behind them. 
and then they find a patch of woods to fight right. in. Right. Uh, where the, the hell did that woods. whole that whole wooded oh, area come exactly. from? The, the jungles jungle. of Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> 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 With like the filthiest water ever. Oh, it's so dirty. <laughs> there were tiger sounds. Poor Jim has to get dragged through it. We'll get there. But... Spoiler alert, David. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. <laughs> So the goofy, noisy fighting from the beginning, it's on display again. But very soon into this, Jim, the now nicely dressed black keyboardist, is fucked up with a ninja slice. Now, it's tough to see exactly what happens, but he's bleeding a lot and he's missing half of his tie and most of his shirt. I guarantee I know exactly what was going through his head that whole time. I just got this suit. It's like, oh, man, like... My friends just pulled together their money to buy me a suit, and I just already done destroyed it. He also screams like a little bitch. Yeah, he does. And what's funny is that, like, okay, another spoiler alert. 100 ninjas die after this. (laughs) And and not one of them makes, like, a loud noise, but this dude gets just, like, slashed across the chest and doesn't even die. And he screamed for, like, a minute and a half. What a baby. Get it together, Jim. Now, immediately, though, as soon as Jim gets stabbed, the Asian guy screams, Jim! He <laughs> <laughs> screams like a little bitch all the time. The Asian guy knows his scream. That's true. Oh, that's Jim. Oh, he yells that's at him. Yeah. He yells that's at true. him like, can you hear me, Jim? <laughs> this is your name. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but you're right. How does yeah. he know that it's Jim screaming? Oh, <laughs> he just knows. Yeah, he, just knows. he just like his head perks up and he's like, that, that was Jim. <laughs> I, I felt yeah. it in my soul. Michael Phelps is wearing a midriff all of a sudden and he's <laughs> taking out ninjas left and right. And it's eerily reminiscent of the Power Rangers taking down the Putty Patrol. Oh, uh, yes. The Asian guy drags Jim's body through the stream for some reason. I still don't know why he does it. Like, why is he dragging him through the stream? He's moving him away from the, the I mean, he has to protect him and that stream being in between is really good. No, just bring him up to the land and then drag him. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Get some of this stream water in your yeah. cuts, Jim. <laughs> I would imagine it's easier to transport a person with the help of water rather mm, than dragging them along. The maybe ground. like ocean water, but this is just like a, a three inch stream. Right. There's, there's no way this is it wasn't still going to provide deep. some buoyancy. Oh, yeah, man, it wasn't even deep enough. It's like, yeah, all he's going to do is like get him wet. way wet and make him like waterlogged. <laughs> it's just going to ruin his <laughs> no. suit. I still think it's gonna it's gonna reduce friction. It's gonna make it easier. No, I'm telling you, let's just all the way mess up this this suit today. Let's... <laughs> it's physics. Anyway, he whispers Jim the whole time. He's like Jim, Jim. As he's dragging him. It's great. He gets him up out of the water, and he brings him to a like inclined part of the riverbank or whatever the heck it's called. And then he's just like fuck it, and he just leaves him there. Like, he, he did all that work to get him out of the stream, and then he just leaves him there. Yeah. It makes no like, sense. What? what? He like, had to go. He had the Asian rage, and he had to go avenge his. <laughs> yeah. They should have showed like a just a little tiny like three second seam of him throwing a few like branches over him to kind of like hide him. Like <laughs> Marty McFly hides a car in the in the woods when they first landed. <laughs> you stay here. I got some killing to do. <laughs> 
So Phelps gets hold of a ninja sword and he takes out two more ninjas and he also acts like a raving lunatic in the process. It's kind of unnerving. He's quickly hulking out into (laughs) zero logic. Yeah, like cool it, dude. It's not the Olympics. And (laughs) we get a slow-mo shot of the Asian guy also looking zany interspersed. It is my favorite thing when old movies like this just have random, random sections of slow-mo. Now, poor man Phelps gets his back sliced the hell up. But nothing takes him down. He stabs another ninja in the gut. And <laughs> he's not a bitch like Jim. No, we get slow motion chunks of blood splashing him in the face like a big red food dyed bukkake scene. <laughs> and for some reason, the red cum shots made him want to rip off his shirt. <laughs> so he does. But he does he have to struggle for a few seconds with his sleeves like an uncoordinated toddler yeah Yeah. Yeah, they should have just cut that like before that (laughs) i was completely on board with this whole movie until it took him a second to take off his shirt i'm done that was it but he was determined to do it so Mm -hmm. he was now our token asian guy kills five more ninjas and then hyperventilates with the ketchup stained sword by his face he's like it's really weird (laughs) and shirtless phelps now takes out a ninja's eye and he's enjoying this far too much at this point yeah our our two dudes knock out a few more ninjas and i have no idea where the ninjas are spawning from at this point like they're because when we first see them there's like 12 to 14 i counted i i I like looked at the video numerous times and counted the motorcycles there's between 12 and 14 but we see them kill Honestly, like 24 yeah. It's like Call of Duty. They just spawn <laughs> back. Yeah, every time they walk two more feet. <laughs> so there were some that they kind of just like knocked out with a good kick or something. Right. So maybe those guys were just knocked out for a few minutes and then kind of got up and started that. fighting again. And then a couple got up and got a van and got more friends to come over. <laughs> yeah, just went and got a few more. <laughs> we're going to need help. Yeah, <laughs> if it were me and I was knocked out in a ninja battle, I wouldn't go back to battle with the guy who knocked me out. I would get the fuck out of there. Exactly. <laughs> get out of there. I didn't yeah. have enough ramen uh, supplies this month yeah. to be kicking yeah. this month. Didn't, car- didn't carb up the way I should have. <laughs> the white ninja doesn't pay me enough for this. No. <laughs> now, speaking of the white ninja, we see this boss ninja and he's doing like dueling shocker fingers while meditating on the bridge. And one of the ninjas that was beat up, he reports to this white boss ninja that all the other ninjas are dead. And this white-suited motherfucker cold-heartedly slices his head clean off, and then Belly laughs about it. (laughs) You only bring the white ninja good news. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good news. He was like, not now. They are. All the other ninjas. Little did you know, I wanted them dead. It's now time for the final boss battle between our Asian fighting beast and the white ninja. (laughs) Now, it's a back and forth brouhaha until our Asian knocks out the ninja with a flurry of punches. And he immediately turns his back and walks away, which is the rookiest move of all the rookie moves. Come on, man. Now, the white ninja obviously pulls out a secret garden trowel. But before he stabs our ninja hero... (laughs) He turns around and makes the ninja stab himself in the gut until the paintiest looking blood spills out. We get a couple random ass slow-mo and still shots flashing back to the Asian and Phelps looking cray. So good. And then we flash forward to the guys driving still somehow alive Jim to the hospital uh, as he babbles about his dad. 
Now, we're in the hospital, and forget what I said about the hairy brother and the female character being the worst actors. Jim's yes. dad and the doctor <laughs> take the cake. Yes. It looked like it looked like a like a 30-year-old actor who they just kind of like sprayed his hair white a little bit to make him look try and look 60. Yeah. Jim's dad yeah. looks like they just pulled him out of the shower and he hasn't washed the shampoo out of his hair yet. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, no, 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 we need you on camera uh, now. Yeah. Uh, uh, now. I, there was a part of me when I first saw it, I was like, is that just Jim with his hair <laughs> sprayed white? Because uh, like that would have been, oh my God, that would have been like been the, the right. cherry on top, like the piece better. of resistance. I'm mostly just happy that we finally learned the Asian's name is Mark. Right. So I can mm-hmm. I can finally just stop calling him the Asian guy. And I mean, you knew this entire time. Just in time for the corniest ending. Now, Jim's dad <laughs> thanks Mark for saving Jim's life. And he tells Jim that he cares about him now. Not before, but he cares about right. him now. <laughs> you fought ninjas, man. Phelps quips, now we're safe. And Jim's dad, the rest of the band, in wheelchair Jim, they all look at the camera. And we fade to a black screen that reads, only through the elimination of violence can we achieve world peace. Boom. But didn't... The whole thing was violent. (laughs) Like 22 of the 30 minutes we watched was about ninja fights and fucking violent blood facials. (laughs) The only way to eliminate violence is with violence. (laughs) You murdered so many people today. (laughs) So many. (laughs) You've committed so many murders today. What is the moral here? Like, you shouldn't fight, but if you do fight, just make sure that the other ninjas die. Just Marco, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just spaz just out make sure. and murder. I don't even know yeah. what to do with that whole statement. Like, for real. Like, I'm like, I'm like, all right, I guess I'm going out ninjing. Like, I don't even know. Like, only that, through the I'm elimination so of sadness can you truly be happy. That's mm. deep. Mm-hmm. That is deep, Theo. I need you. To- <laughs> You don't get to do those to me, Theon. They mess my brain up. (laughs) Guys, you know what time it is? It's Center Center Commercials. I was going to see who's going to go longer. You win. You won that ninja battle. I won that battle. Today's episode is brought to you by Podgo. If you're a fellow podcaster, Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Even indie podcasters like us can bring in a little green to help run the show. Apply today to become a member and start picking the ads you want to run during your show. And if you want to advertise something, you can apply to have sexily voiced podcasters like me and Dave hawk your stuff. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And make sure you add the center cut in the how did you hear about podgo section of the application. Hiya! Uh, I'm about to go eat some ramen and fucking fight some ninjas. (laughs) What a movie. What a movie. Yeah. I think the only thing that we can do now is answer some questions to help us figure out this middle because this middle must have been wild. So I believe you you all have some questions to quiz us. I have one. Who is Dragon Sound and who did they make music for? This is easy. That's our band of dorky ninjas that we meet and they make music for people who only do it missionary. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good old Mish, just like Dad used to make. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dragon Sound is obviously the future of rock and roll. Obviously, and they make music for Jim's dad specifically. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> while buying the shampoo that's still in his hair at yeah. the end of the movie. He was that's like, uh, I'm looking for an album that's a new dimension in rock and roll. And they were like, <laughs> well, uh, we got the album for you, sir. Gotcha. He definitely uses white rain shampoo. That's that 99 <laughs> yeah, cent shampoo oh, at the grocery man. store. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And some uh, mane and tail. <laughs> <laughs> Because he, he gives them body. <laughs> All right. What are the nationalities of Jim's two parents? Oof. So my my guess was his father is South African and his mother is American from like Philly or something. No, absolutely not. So Jim wants to be Michael Jackson so bad. So I looked up <laughs> MJ's ethnicity because it is definitely not clear the ethnicity of Michael Jackson. And apparently he has ancestral roots in Nigeria. So I'm going to go with Nigerian. And that would mean that his mom would be Japanese. No, scratch that. He gets stabbed like instantly. So he's really bad at ninja-ing. I'm going to go Cuban. So it it is Miami after all. There's a lot of Cubans in Miami. So I'm going to go Nigerian and Cuban. His mom is Korean. And And his his father's black Black American. American. There's a quote from the movie. That is it quote. is. Uh, <laughs> so we get zero points. <laughs> we're tied at zero, Dave. You were really close with, with Japanese. I was going to give you the point for like, Japanese. Oh, I had to. I, had to I was going to totally give you the point for yeah. Japanese. All right, so I'll, I'll take a quarter of no. a point. No, you won't. <laughs> but you changed your answer. No, no, All right, no, fine. No, no, no. Yeah. Fine, Not fine. Zero to zero. To this is his up. little trick. This is how he quote unquote wins oh, as he gives like that, six answers. It sounds like and he's like, uh, I was going to say, uh, you know, one, but then I thought three, but I think I'll go with two because it's <laughs> the middle. And then if it's any of those, he's like, oh, that I was right. I did that. Me and Rachel know what's up. I mean, oh strategy, guys. Get on Strategy. Over. Exactly. It's not strategy. It's cheating. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> uh, what character doesn't believe in buttoning their pants? I think this this might be a stretch, but I'm going to go with Jim's dad and the quote-unquote not buttoning your pants. It's a euphemism for letting that dick float freely from V to V. Like, he was out here inseminating bitches left and right with his fake-ass old man hair. That's why he didn't go Jim. He had, like, 25 kids. Because he wow. didn't button his pants. I'm going to say the lead singer because they are infamously slutty. The answer is Jim. Jim does not believe in buttoning his pants. <laughs> If you watch Classic. the movie, I was Jim closer. Had... I said Jim's dad, so I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna take half a point there. <laughs> Jim never has his pants buttoned. Like just watch. Nope. You could be right. Maybe that's something he inherited from his dad, though. Maybe his dad right. is a tip. We don't know that. I'll right. give you that. That's maybe that was like a family trait. Like no, none of the none of the Browns <laughs> unzip their pants or button their pants. That's how he knew Jim was his his son. He was like, I saw the picture and you sent, and I knew right away. This boy loves shampoo. No, no doubt in my mind. Uh, who likes to take a shower first? John, for sure. He just seems like a super clean cut dude. He likes to be the first one in the shower, nice and clean. Other than Michael, this is yeah. I was gonna say this is about me before sex, right? Like I mentioned this on our Bridgerton episode, but I am a clean lover. Like I would rather. My underpants extremity tastes like Dove soap than fucking old cranberry sauce and freaking rubber bands, right? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. Why would your Wait, hold on? Why would your drink smell you, like cranberry? Yeah. Juice? What are, are you, you like rubbing? What are you doing during your I mean, during that, your off time between showers that would make your during Thanksgiving though? No, it's just it's a holiday down there, and it just happens oh. to be Thanksgiving. <laughs> 
Does it smell like matzo ball soup during Passover? Well, that's where I was kind of going. I was like, you know. Candy corn and Halloween. Does it smell like like ribs and like I don't know cotton candy and shit? Like I mean, all of it is ribs and cotton candy. Well, that's what I eat. Fourth of July, Fourth of July, man. You eat cotton candy on Fourth of July. Uh, if you go to a parade, hot, I man. eat cotton yes. candies like, like on every parade. Yeah, who doesn't do that? I don't think I've ever eaten cotton candy in my life. Anyway, that's because it would make you sticky, and you don't like that. Wow. I don't like being yeah. sticky. No. So How the real answer, though, Dave, I think you're onto something here. I think All the real answer is the Michael Phelps guy because everyone else has long, gross hair and dragon sound, and I bet it <laughs> clogs up the drain. So then you just have to stand in your own filthy water, and homie, don't play that. So he takes his shower first. Okay. The answer is Jim again. Jim <laughs> <laughs> prefers to take a shower first. Why? Why and does he do this? I don't uh, know. He likes to announce it. He's he like, does. hey, guys, I'm taking a shower first. Go for it, dude. <laughs> Go for it, dude. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to watch the middle. It's like a mountain. Dude yeah. Oh, it's gonna be very good. <laughs> Go for it, I'm dude. glad that there is a, sh- a shower scene. <laughs> Where is the best place in Orlando to buy a suit in 1987? I'm going to go with The Vest is Yet to Come. Uh, oh, owned, owned by Germans, and, and that's the place. The Vest is Yet to Come. Yeah, so my answer is Suit City, which is a real store in Orlando, which I was very excited to see and I want to go to. <laughs> Their website was phenomenal. <laughs> Wow. They haven't updated it since this movie came out. <laughs> that, that <laughs> even you like suits? You like Orlando? <laughs> the suit city. City. <laughs> we got cocaine and ramen. <laughs> <laughs> and neckties. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> shit like a noose if you want. The I name of the suit store is Rutland's. Rutland's. Which is, right. was an actual suit store in 1987 in Orlando. Yeah, that sounds familiar actually. Yeah. I'm not going to lie, that's boring. <laughs> Our answers were better. I'm gonna give both points. Like you guys should, yeah, you did. Yeah, you get those points. Okay. okay, I think we're tied, Dave. Actually, I got, I got the half a point for Jim's dad. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Never drink. <laughs> okay, so how many women flash the biker gang members? Three. <laughs> That's my guess. So it's a rated R movie, so we could see any number of titties up in this bitch. The real question, though, is how many women they could convince to actually do this, and how hideous were they? Because most of the people in this movie were very, very <laughs> ugly. Now I'm gonna say five, but more importantly, I just need to—I need the world to know my opinion on flashing. Flashing is stupid. I stopped caring about flashing when I was 14. Like, what am I supposed to do with three seconds of a breast that I can't touch? More than no seconds. But, okay, yeah, I guess flashing is better than zero seconds. But <laughs> have have any do do any of you remember the the girls gone wild videos? Oh yeah, we were just talking about we that. Were. I wanted... were you talking about how lame they were? No. Well, no. So I wanted to look up people that I believe might be like staunch Republicans and things like that now very conservative and basically like blackmail (laughs) 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 told me that that was a horrible idea and I couldn't do that I don't think there's a where are they now girls going wild (laughs) (laughs) remember Sheila oh my gosh the ratings that that would get the number (laughs) the number of people that would watch that that's what I said I was 
was like, It'll you should do that. And I was like, and then we just offer them an opportunity to actually like come on and tell their story. And then if not, like, you know, whatever. But at And first, then you spend the whole episode trying to get them to flash their moves again. <laughs> I mean, what? Yes. I hadn't gone that far, but yes. Yeah, I would talk girls going about three titties in Tahiti. And uh, I come up around the 27th mark. they're like 50, 60 years old now. <laughs> Yeah. Now uh, uh, I'm a registered nurse. And... <laughs> All right, maybe not. They're like 40, 50. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, if you're an adult who bought or rented Girls Gone Wild, you're one of those same lame honkies who, like, eats plain vanilla ice cream and sends their kids to Sunday school. Like, I just, I can't, I can't get behind Girls Girls Gone Wild. It just doesn't, it doesn't move my needle. And... Hold on, though, wait, but like, wait. do you is mooning not the same thing, though? Because guys think mooning is absolutely flipping hilarious and guys like moon all the time. Um, I've, I've never mooned anybody. I, the first time I brought my now wife to the beach, she was my girlfriend and we went up with my parents and my dad mooned people the whole ride up. <laughs> That's a dad yes. move. That's a dad move right there. It's a dad move. And I just I don't know. Like, yes, I will take I will take I'm an ass man over breast. Like, give me ass or give me death. Like, that is, if I was in the Revolutionary War, that would be my war, my battle cry. I think that might be my family's crest. <laughs> <laughs> give me ass or give me death. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it's not, it is now. Yeah. It's, uh, but I, I just, I don't know. Like, again, it's just the same as flashing. Like, what am I going to do with two seconds of this? Right. right, right. Like, I don't know. No, it's not for me. It's not for Esther, me. Esther takes pictures of cracks. Um, so <laughs> it, she, spends, she has a bunch of random people's butt cracks on her phone like for real when we're out in public that's what she does it's a problem so, at mean, this point it's honestly not a problem. <laughs> it's it's amazing it's public because i point them out and i'm slow with the camera so i'm like and she gets up it's public viewing okay. that's, this is not Everyone, a podcast. everyone's got a hobby you know this is an intervention <laughs> a, i will never let that happen we got four people here that just love the hell out of you Esther, and they got some things to say and after they say it you're free to go you can't shake me. I love taking pictures with butt cracks. <laughs> Esther, somewhere deep in my heart, I still love you. You're such a mess. I'm so sorry. Hey, um, there was a question in there, there somewhere. Um, there was what? Oh, boobies. <laughs> yeah. How many? How many boobies did we see? I guessed five, and Dave guessed three. Uh, there was. I believe there was four. Fuck! God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Four sets of them titties. Actually, uh, not much of a flash. Like one girl just had them out, and they panned to her, and she was just like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> My favorite question, and no one else likes this question. It's, uh, "Who are you bullshitting?" <laughs> My family, my friends, myself. <laughs> So I'm guessing that this is about this was Dragon Sound. They probably say this to one of the villains before they karate kick their ass. All our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That phrase was actually uttered by the best actor in the entire movie. When you watch the scene where he says, who are you bullshitting? You will say, man, this guy is giving it up. All right. I'll be looking out for that when I watch the full thing. Uh, which band member falls into a group of bikini babes at the beach? Yeah, so my answer for this one is John. I think it's part of part of the reason that him and Jane are fighting at the end, other than the fact that he probably killed her brother, <laughs> <laughs> is that he fell into a group of babes at the beach and she wasn't, wasn't happy about it. 
I'm going to go with the singer who looks like Oats. She's a man eater. We see it in the credits <laughs> at the end. So, boom. Crown me. Crown me. Crown there it me. Is. There it is. You're Wait, right. you watch the credits? Yeah, that's part of the, it's the end of the movie. No, you're not supposed to watch the credits. Oh, never shut watch up. The credits. It's, it's, I you win. cheated. <laughs> I'm not happy about this. No so way. I won, though, right? Because it was no. totally great value, John Oates. Yes. <laughs> great value, John Oates. So I think you guys should rock, paper, scissors for this. Oh, oh, yeah. Right. oh yeah. Okay, is it best okay. of three or just, just one? Just one ball in it. Let's do one ball. All right. All right, yeah, David. Are you ready? Rock, paper, one scissors, shoot, right? Oh, boy. All right, yeah. Okay. Rock, rock, paper, paper scissors. Well, okay. Come on, okay. come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> paper, scissors, <laughs> shoot, and that's it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Rock. Rock, Come on, come on, come on. On three. You want to do it nice and slow? Yeah. No, I want to do like it slow. It, you like to take your time. I like, huh? I like okay. to take my time. All right. Okay. Rock. Rock. Paper. <laughs> scissors. Shoot. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I can't believe you went scissors, Dave. Wow. I would not, I would not have pegged you as a scissors guy. I know. That's why I did it. <laughs> strategy now most importantly though i really want to take a second and thank esther rachel and theon for being here with us because the fact of the matter is we could not have done this without you we wouldn't have known this movie existed without you and i am forever grateful for that you're welcome (laughs) you're welcome exactly no we're really excited thank you guys for having us we love your show so this is great thank you so thank you before you all leave, what should people do? Should, how, where, and how should they check you out? You can find us on Instagram at Cards with ENR, and then on the YouTube's Cards with Esther and Rachel, and then you can find us on pretty much every major podcasting platform. Cards with Esther and Rachel. I love it when Esther tells people how to find us. She sounds like Usher giving an interview. <laughs> He's like, you know, you know, you can find us, you know, on YouTube. You know, um, uh, you know it's a good album. And that's what we that's what we thought. That's my professional voice. <laughs> Your professional voice is Usher interview voice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, whose isn't? Honestly. Right. All right. Let it burn. <laughs> Let it burn. Whenever I interview you for a job, I dance in the rain. <laughs> I always get hired. So, Esther, what are your skills? Follow me this way. (laughs) (laughs) I have a confession. (laughs) What was your last job? It's been 27 days, 18 hours. (laughs) 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 Okay. But seriously, uh, Amazing. the like and subscribe, follow us. Bonnie. Bonnie. <laughs> Guys, fuck you, lay down. You're talking about cards with Esther and Rachel, correct? Yes. Because they just left? Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was a blast. But now it is time for center counts. Dave, what do you give this movie? I give this movie a five out of seven. Wow, I am surprised. So I I watched this a little bit before you did, and I said, Dave, this is either the best or worst thing I've ever seen. You watched it and said, I think it's the worst. So to hear you say five, that means some some things changed in your mind. No, see, I don't nothing changed. Here's the <laughs> here's the thing. Being the worst makes it the best. Mm-hmm. 
I think that this can be kind of categorized in the same category as the room or roadhouse, where there's like certain parts of it that are just so bad that it makes the movie just so enjoyable to watch mm-hmm. that you just can't look away. So I just had to give it a high score. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I gave it a four out of seven. And, and I normally don't do this like actual quality wise. This is a clear zero out of seven. Hands down. No contest. But it's just one of those things where it's so unabashedly bad that it's like negative good. Mm-hmm. It It's because there's a real innocence to its badness. Like it's just it's not even aware how bad it is. I had more genuine laughs watching this than I would have if I watched the entire Big Bang Theory series. But as much as I enjoyed it for its sheer failure, I I can't give it more than a four because it has at least three of the worst actors I've ever witnessed. (laughs) The the acting in this is hands down the worst acting out of anything we've ever watched. Very, very bad. There is a reason that none of these actors have ever been in anything else since. When you Google Miami Connection that shows pictures of the cast and they all have the pictures from this movie because they've never been in anything else. Or it's like the the blank MySpace photo or Facebook yeah. photo. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like or a, it's blank, just a blue man person. Head. But it, I, I will say like it brought back so many memories for me of watching Mystery Science Theater on, on like Sunday mornings because I know obviously Riff Tracks, uh, the offshoot of Mystery Science Theater, did this movie. We didn't watch that version, but... It's just it's just so bad. And you can you can just picture people riffing over it because it's it's that bad that it it's good. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. So good. That being said, David, that is a wrap on Miami Connection. What do we have in store for the fine folks that listen to the center cut? Oh, boy, we have some treats. First and foremost, we're going to have a very, very serious discussion in center chat next week about who we would rather fight a motorcycle gang or a rock band. I have some thoughts, but uh, we will mm. digest over the week and make it official on March, March 24th. 24th. Keep an eye out for that center chat. It is coming at you. But after that, we will have our next proper episode, which will be a celebration for the day before April Fool's Day. We will be watching a movie and we will be doing the live action Cat in the Hat with Mike Myers. Oh boy, how topical. Haven't yet. Go check out our Black Swan episode from last April Fools. We're going to do it just like that, where we watch the middle of the movie and we're going to do it with no audio. So we're going to make our job that much harder. So when we ask for questions, we want stuff around the the outside parts, not the inside parts. It's like a Boston cream. We don't want any of that cream. Yep. <laughs> Only the best part, the unsugared donut. What do you mean unsugared? It's covered with sugar, brown sugar. Not brown sugar, but like brown colored sugar. The actual donut part isn't glazed is what I'm saying. Okay, gotcha. I understand now. That would make Boston cream so much better. If it was a glazed donut with chocolate. If it was a glazed donut know. with mm. chocolate frosting stuffed with cream. Hire us to make your donuts, folks. Oh, man, I could design some serious donuts, let me tell you. We always ask you to subscribe to the show, but Apple actually just recently updated the app where you no longer subscribe. You now have to follow us. So if you're not following us... Go ahead and pull an Uncle Cracker and follow me, baby. Follow me. I would follow you to the ends of the earth, Michael. Is it because we're friends forever through thick and thin? thin. (laughs) Friends forever. (laughs) Yes, that's, that's exactly why. I'm petitioning that to be our new theme song. I don't care how much it will cost.
But David, yep. what else should people do? Hit us up on Facebook. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. That's the big one. You'll see posts about Center Chat, about the episodes. You'll see previews, other crazy shit. So Instagram's where it's at, the Center Cut. And if you want to send in questions for Cat in the Hat, or if you want to send us a, a nice email or send us an email saying, wow, you guys really suck, send it to the centercutcast at gmail.com. You can send whatever you'd like there. But check yourself before you wreck yourself. Agreed. Please. If you haven't yet, go check out Cards with Esther and Rachel and go play some games with them. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. So definitely go go hit them up and show them some love. All right, David. I think that's it. Like Jim between Jane and John, it's always better in the center. Mm-hmm.